Welcome, everybody, to episode number 285, Harry Hawk Football. The uh, which... 200 plus Darnarian McCants Memorial <laughs> episode. And we know. Or, or, or Don Warren. Plus the old Brandon Lloyd. Donnie number. Warren. Or Antoine Randall Darnarian McCants, all he did was catch touchdowns. Just ask Sonny. Randall Randall He's 82, dude. You're dyslexic. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, Brandon Lloyd. Turn that frown upside down, son. <laughs> Michael that's Westbrook. Michael Wasn't Westbrook. it avoid the Lloyd's number? It was 85? Michael Westbrook's. I don't know. He's dead to me. <laughs> don't even talk to me about avoid the Lloyd. Where is guy. he now, anyway? He just um, signed with somebody. Yeah, he got Patriots. traded somewhere. Yeah, the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, that's right. That means he's at the end of his rope because they always <laughs> sign receivers who are at the end of their rope right now. Where that's is Randall L now? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He got re-signed. Still? I thought they got rid of him again. No. Sure. They may have. They got rid of Heinz Ward. They did. They cut him and he retired. Retired. He wanted to retire a Steeler. That was pretty classy on his part. That had to be tough. That had to be tough. I don't think so, dude. He's like a a zillionaire. Well, even Art Monk, when the Redskins finally parted ways with him, he went to the Eagles and then the Jets for a year each. Well, balls. It's it's tough for the you know it's tough for those guys to retire. I mean, Heinz Ward had something left. I thought he, he could have at least contributed like one year well, for I a thought... crappy team, which is exactly what you know Art Monk and so many other. Joe, I mean, Joe Montana went to the Chiefs. Didn't Art Monk contribute to the Jets and then come back and retire Redskin? Yes, I think I a lot of people uh, thought Clinton Portis had something left too. But what's he doing? Apparently, uh, they've there's a bunch of teams that have interest, according to uh, apparently Clinton Portis. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, are, do you mean you you always use that word, but do you mean supposedly? No, rather than apparently. I mean apparently. Apparently, yeah. apparently, according to what they say. Yeah. According to what they say, gotcha. Supposedly, supposedly. supposedly. whichever. Yeah, you I say do. tomato, and I maybe, say maybe David Lee will ball. give us the actual uh, difference between apparently <laughs> and supposedly from a legal context. I don't want to know about that, but I do want to know, David. Uh, what's up with David the Redskins? Lee David Lee Legal Services, our longtime benevolent sponsor. That's right. Thank you, David Lee Legal Services. Did we talk about how the Redskins were screwed perfect. out of thirty-six million dollars on the last podcast? Oh my! No, we did not. What we did too. Yes, we did. I think we may have. We Six talked about it. Million, million. And yeah, now they're going to get in a lawsuit with old Jerry Jones. Oh, they're going to fight it, but Jerry Jones Class is too action. much of a pans to jump in on it. Jerry Jones is just like, man, 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 10 million, man. I ain't got 10 million in my right hand pocket. I just. I got that in the bottom of my sock. I just keep ruining my team. Jerry Jones is like, it be He's like, I got a $20 million bill in the bottom of my sock. On my my Hold on, let me pull off my my kickers. I've got ten dollar bill toilet paper. Pull off my kickers. Oh, my dogs is 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 tired. Anyway, um, in any event, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that and uh, dictator Goodell dictator. and his uh, judgment on that and how the Redskins are very likely going to be fighting that and what they're going to be doing on that here shortly. But uh, I think we need to start with some more positive stuff because. A couple of days ago, Josh, I know you and I were getting texts from Aaron that started with words like, oh my, RG3, dot, dot, dot. 
Oh my. RG3. Oh my. I didn't bother sending them to Josh. RG3. Dot, dot, dot. I was saying specimen. Dot, dot, Oh, yeah, that's right. You were saying. Yeah, what were the. One word. Specimen. Dot, dot, dot. Inappropriate. what we're talking about here, for anybody listening, is there was a pro day. Baylor had a pro day, right? Uh, what day was that? Wednesday? Tuesday? What day was uh, it? I think it was... It was this week. It was this it was week. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. <laughs> it was it indeed was the, Wednesday. It was it Wednesday. Because I was, was writing my paper and, while and, it was on. And the um, top brass, so to speak, of the Redskins top were in gold. attendance. Top goal. Yes. Uh, as well as, we might point out, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we're also in attendance at this uh, pro day for RG3. However, were the Indianapolis Colts brass, whether they be top shelf or middle shelf balls, um, <laughs> were they hanging out with the Redskins brass at I, the at the uh, local Waco's Hooters the night before? I doubt it, boss. Because that's where the Redskins were hanging out, including the, the Danny. They were the hanging Hooters? out at the Hooters. They were what? not. They yeah, were so, dude. There were all these tweets, including on the Washington Post. Are they were serious? at the local Hooters in Waco, and there were a lot of people, fans, Redskins fans, who were just like, uh, uh dude, there's old Glass Eye and the Danny. Oh, no, there it is, dude. They actually yeah. have a picture of Dan Snyder and Glass Eye with some Hooters waitress. Uh-huh. And that's no deep way. in the heart of Cowboys country. They're deep lucky they didn't get the beat up. Waco. There's nothing in Waco but like a burned out Branch Davidian compound. Wait, is that yeah. where they took? Is that where they took RG3 for dinner to the Hooters? <laughs> I don't know. Or are they hanging out they there later? With, no, they were just hanging out the night before because they got to eat somewhere. And it's, I mean, it's it's Waco. But it's, they said on a nice place in Waco. They said on ESPN University that. They took mm-hmm. RG three to dinner the night before the workout, so maybe they took him for wings and beer. He, I mean, the guy's twenty one. No, nah, dude, know? he was quoted as saying that he had fillet, fillet mignon. <laughs> Definitely wasn't there. Yeah, so maybe they <laughs> well, went there. Actually, after. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been to Hooters since like two thousand one. Took him to wine so. and dine him at the Hooters. But I again, <laughs> is there a nicer <laughs> restaurant in Waco? I don't, I don't know because I've never been Danny, there. Danny and Shani look pretty happy with this Hooters waitress on this photo. It sounded like from all the stuff I was reading about it, it really sounded like that those guys uh, had themselves a rip-roaring good time at the Hooters. They probably did. I think there's a picture of Emmett Smith serving up some wings too. In <laughs> <laughs> his Dr. Scholl's or, or what was that? What was that foot? Oh, man. What were those shoes that he was selling? Was he that? was doing infomercials a couple of years That's ago right, about dude. tripping over his tongue and saying all these wrong words like he always does. And then, dude, if you look closely in the background of that picture of the shanty and uh, the Danny behind that giant mound of wing bones, that is Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but I'm just looking at this picture again with the two of them and this waitress, and I swear it looks like Danny's packing heat. He probably was. Whoa. How about that? Well, dude, it's Texas. Everyone, you you can carry a gun in Texas to like Seven Eleven on your hip, and people he's be got like, one under his shirt, man. It's like one of those like uh, under the under the uh, arm. What do you call those? Impressed. I don't know, man. Check it out. I don't want to. I don't know. Things a little weird. Although, if I were him and I were in Waco, I probably would too. I don't want to. Check relax it out. about that stuff down there. Interesting. It's not like DC, where you have to have like seventeen permits. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Danny's like, I can carry it once we leave the ground. Oh my. My. Anyway, back to the pro day. If you guys yeah. didn't see it, I was back texting to the John saying how crisp RG3. He looked, he was a specimen, dude. He was a specimen. Basically, he, he every single pass. He texted the word specimen to me at least three times. All right. I was most impressed with this. One of them he meant to, to text to his doctor. It just accidentally went to you. All right. <laughs> dude, there's a, there was this one drill that he ran. Hello. Are you guys listening? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's this one drill that he ran where he, he's right-handed. He was rolling out to his left. Specimen. And there are these five steps. You know, those step things. And as he was stepping over them, he he gunned out a pass to the sideline to his receiver. Perfect spiral. Perfect pass. He did. It was insane. Did you that guys see that? I, you know, I, I did get to see the highlights of the RG3, and he looked really good. 
I well, mean, did the highlights last like 30 minutes? Because they were all pretty much highlights. Not, not that long. Man, Aaron, you, you love you some RG3. And he I know did, a lot of people dude, out there. Did did look, yeah. re- he, he did look good, man. But you got to remember, it's a, like a controlled environment. That's what John said. No weather. Controlled environment. Andrew Luck. No weather, no people no like coming at him. There like was no stick up in there. You know, he just had like no pressure on. Just like, man, go out and just throw some passes. He was listening. I didn't see to anyone thriller. running after him trying to shove a broom up his butt? <laughs> he was listening to it. Like Andrew Luck did. I don't care. He still the Redskins should have no, brought I, like I, no. The Redskins should have brought like London Fletcher and Brian Arakpo <laughs> to come at him unopposed. Terrigan. and see how he does. I guarantee you, he, he wouldn't look Arakpo very good in there. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have looked as good with those guys chasing him down. No, that, that's the thing. In front of him. That's the thing with pro days, you know. There's no defensive pressure, really. But, dude, Aaron, you're right. You're really? Exactly There's none right. at all. RG3 looked really, really good. And well, knowing the shanty. He like 80 passes, right? And he hit like. Dude, he was like. seven. Let me figure this. He they, was like 76 for 81 or some something. Some of them like didn't that. count, though, according. Apparently, some of them were just warm ups, like 33. I don't know what. He was warming up to throw practice passes. But anyway, he apparently. Sorry. Yeah, apparently. He was you ready for this? Something like seventy four of eighty passes with four of them being dropped by the receivers. Something crazy like that. Crazy. That's pretty good. That's craziness right there. Now good. Andrew Luck. RG. I watched a little bit of RG or uh, Andrew Luck's uh Pro Day today. Up there in Northern Cal. And he was outside. Side. He had some wind. It was a little. He had some, he had some pretty decent wind. It was, you know, a typical. It didn't look typical. rainy to me. It looked. No, no. He, it was typical. It was like a mini candlestick park out there. A little swirling wind. And. Yeah, um, yeah but he's going to play in a dome, dude. Yeah, maybe. he is. Maybe. Maybe. All I know is he threw a couple. Is this breaking news: the Redskins are getting ready to build a dome in Southeast DC. He threw a couple couple of passes off the mark, but for the most part, he was outstanding, and he threw some seventy yard pass. He looked really good out there once he was really cranking it up. It took him like it took like from what time they said they were starting at two. It was like four o'clock before he was actually trying. Yeah, which is why I didn't get to see it because I had my TiVo set to record from like two to four. Luckily, I didn't turn it on till like three thirty or three forty because that's that's when I got to it. I was just, oh, and they were just on, like still warming up, off. and I'm like, sweet. Well, what? What? Some fell off. He said, "Oh, you should go get that looked at, dude. Go get that Aaron, looked at." Aaron has had an accident. When things fall off, you need to go get them looked at. Um, it helps, but I think that the reason they went to Hooters, just back to the Hooters thing, and I'm obsessing <laughs> about it. The reason they went to Hooters is because they had $36 million taken away from them. They couldn't afford to go to, like, you know, a nice steakhouse or anything. Well, you know, that's a really good point. Even Roberta said that. She was like, there wasn't a nice steakhouse. I mean, I know it's, it's Waco, but it's Texas. All the all the beef is local. Yeah. Waco. Very strange. But in any event, um, yeah, the pro day stuff. Dudes, I mean, dudes. both quarterbacks look good, huh? What's up? They What's took up? RG three to a nice steakhouse. This is probably what happened. They took RG three out for a nice dinner, dropped him off at his home because his dad is like a drill sergeant. Probably had a ten o'clock curfew for him. And they then went they to were get like, some wings and beer get to some, talk about. Let's go get some beer and some wings and talk about this guy. Would you hear the story about his dad or uh, his dad talking to the Danny? And Danny was like, oh, well, what kind of vehicle do, did your son drive in college? And RG2 was like. It's RJ. A, R, RG. RGJ Jr., not 2. Right, no, ahead. it's RG2. It's Junior. Are you sure? Well, I think it's 2. Junior's always number 2 then. That's the number 2. Yeah, that's Junior. Go ahead. It's number 2 work for. All right, go um, ahead. And, and, and he said that uh, he was driving a Chrysler Pacifica. Which, I mean, is no 1977 Delta 88 like I had in college. But, you know, it'll do. Oh, that big and red one? The, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> car. When did you get rid of that thing? I don't remember you getting rid of it. It it's died at the end of car. college. I had to get another car, like, in exam week. All right, go ahead. In any event, yeah, the car weighed 4,400 pounds. It was <laughs> awesome. As much as Albert Hainsworth almost. Oh, my God. It <laughs> took, out the, uh, took out the fire lane gate at my dorm in any event 
nary a dent in the bumper. But uh, That's he asked story. him about the vehicle, and he was like, well, at Redskins Park, there's guys that are driving Bentleys. And his dad was like, what? My son's not driving a Bentley. If he drives, if he gets a Bentley, you better call me. <laughs> He's like, if you show up, if he shows up in a Bentley, you call me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, I, I, I can see. Uh, you know, I know both his parents were military uh, people, so you know he's he's definitely got a very solid. I mean, he and Luck both have very solid backgrounds, good parenting. You know, uh, for all those people out there that are comparing RG three to Michael Vick, you, mm-hmm. you you got a lot of research to do, people. Yeah, because you know it's it's there's nothing similar between the two whatsoever. At least character wise, Lux yeah. family Lux family is of the uh, the baked bean fortune, right? His dad was a backup quarterback in the NFL. He played, and they don't they have a, like a bean company now? They make beans or something. Lux beans. What? Like no, you're thinking of Bush. It's Bush. Reggie no, Bush. No, there's Lux. No, look Reggie up, Bush. Bush's baked beans. Dude, Josh, roll that beautiful bean footage. I know that. Roll I didn't that say roll that beautiful bean, bean footage. footage. It's it's like their number one competitor, Lux Beans. Look it up. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Dude, that's my thing. You know I always say that. <laughs> I can't wait. Roll that beautiful Hey, I didn't hear footage. from Will in Maryland this week, but we did hear from... Who? Nick the Greek. I knew you were going to say Nick the Greek. Did he leave us a message? He did. He did. What did he say? Um, How'd you weed that out? We got like 42 messages. I don't remember what he said because I'll tell you what, Nick. I tried to listen to it, but I was in a crowded room and I couldn't. And then the Google transcript. Have you seen these Google transcripts of Google voice messages? They make absolutely no sense whatsoever. I was like trying to read the Google transcript from Nick the Greek. And it was like, hi, this is like Nick the Geek or something like that. And then it goes downhill from there. And you're just like, what? And I'm puzzled. Blah, 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 tree. Redskins. And it's RG3, like RG3 through a great pass. Talk to you guys later. And that, yeah, Anyway, so I didn't get to listen to it. But thanks for calling in, Nick the Greek. Josh? Yeah. Did you listen to it? No, I did not. But I was I was looking for it so I could read the transcript. I was trying to pull it up here. Nick the Greek. Anyway, <clears throat> RG three I thought looked pretty impressive, and I was getting kind of happy, like a kid about to go downstairs on Christmas morning. Aaron was giggling like a schoolgirl. I was literally watching it like, oh my, oh my, oh my, because every single pass was like right on the money. It was it was like women at the airport when the Beatles landed in America. Well, not quite. No, yeah, it was. For the Danny, maybe. Or Glassy. <laughs> never Jim. heard Aaron squeal so loudly. <laughs> uh, uh, never say that again. <laughs> I, dude, I did one time when I spent the night at his house, but I don't know what was going on in the other room. So, Oh, my. What are you talking about? So I was, I don't know. I was about to ask, say, that was the ask his wife, ask on his, his head, but that was actually with uh, Bay. Yeah, and, and we were like 12. So, yeah, you know. You know. How that goes. It was more like 21. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was. Bay was 12, but he was still bigger than me. (laughs) Enough on that. Um, There has been some talk since the RG3 and Andrew Luck workouts that the Colts could possibly be looking at RG3 instead of Andrew Luck. What do you guys have to say? They better not be. They need to back off. They're not. I do have to say this. And Aaron, John, Aaron, tell us your intel that you have on this. All right, here's what I think. Hmm. Um, I think that RG3 is a better fit for the Redskins right now. And Andrew Luck is a better fit for the Colts. Well, maybe not, though. Because, Aaron, all right, I think, oh, go ahead. I think RG3 is a, probably a better fit for the Redskins. However, the Colts, I can't say that for because they basically cut their whole entire team, so I don't know what they are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said I still think because of the how do I put this how do I put this delicately John because of the way the majority of the people are in this state of Indiana Indiana, they would rather have they would rather have like I, Andrew Luck 
historical fact, um, the KKK started in Indiana. Go on. I don't need to say anything else. But that's why I think the fan... All right, let's just say it like this. I think the majority of the Colts fans, and I know a lot of them around this area, would rather have some a quarterback like Andrew Luck because they feel he is more like Peyton Manning and people around here do not like change. <laughs> no, they don't. Let's put it like that. <laughs> They're going to want the traditional quarterback and enough said and maybe we'll yeah let's go ahead and leave it there um yeah but and also aaron you made a very good observation at the uh or uh, watching the andrew luck pro day which is uh, technically the stanford pro day but we all know um no one cares about the rest of it. no one cares about that even that dude that had his shirt off that was trying to show off yeah the receiver i was, I was like, just like what's up with dude? that dude yeah, what's, like, up, what's up, Mister? I want attention, but I'm not going to get drafted. Um, yeah, put your clothes on, dude. <laughs> put your clothes and close your mouth. No one wants to see that. <laughs> Professor Condoleezza Rice doesn't need to say that. <laughs> um. Oh man, I totally lost my train of thought on that. I don't know, dudes, but do you think like I was like looking at some of these photos of of RG three with. Uh, you know, with Danny and and Shanny and like some <laughs> He's of these videos. Going back to Hooters again? No, no, no. Dude, we moved Hooters. on. Seriously, listen, listen. I'm at, I'm at Pro Day. I was now. looking for help to come back to where we were. I'm we're at no, Andrew no, no. Lux. Pro. We're on Thursday now. We're not on I'm, Wednesday. I don't care. I'm beyond Andrew Luck. I, I, I'm focused on RG3 because I really feel like we're going to get RG3. Although, you know, I know the Colts are looking. They're, they they got to be having a conversation about Luck versus RG3, but. I, I don't want to talk about Luck anymore. Do we need to? Really? I mean, I think yes. RG3 is going to be our guy. Why? John was about to finish his thoughts. On the RG3. point was that, Aaron, you said that they only sent the quarterbacks coach to Stanford, right? Yes, this was the point. What are they so, thinking here? The Colts sent their head coach, their general manager, and their quarterbacks coach, and a scout to the CRG3. Mm-hmm. The Colts wow. only sent their quarterbacks coach and the scout to see Andrew Luck. Now, what does that mean? I think they've been focused on, on Luck for so long. They know what they've got in him. They just sent him, they sent their QB coach to say, yeah, go, let's go on out there. But maybe they thought, well, maybe we should really go look at RG3 just to, just to do it. But, you know, I think they know what they've got in, uh, in Andrew Luck. You mean like, I, I just let's go check one more time before we decide on this? Basically, let's go. Let's, yeah, it's like let's we don't really need to decide, yeah. but let's but let's us go out and really look at RG3 because we know what we've got in Luck, and then we'll come back and talk about it. But I think Luck's our guy. I think that's what they're saying. You know, I think that's what they're saying, too. I think and exactly that's what they're saying. My question saying. is, though, was Luck disappointed that the Colts staff – came out if he was did not come out if he if he was disappointed i don't think he showed any disappointment i don't think so and and to me that says there's already talks going on now what are the legal where what are the legal issues there i mean as far as coaches they can talk to him i mean so they can agree to a deal deal before before they draft draft him because they have and announce it legally yeah, they have the first pick. They're on the yeah. clock, basically. Yeah, to they're me, basically on the clock. Yeah, exactly. To me, everybody looks comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah. uh, I think Indy looks comfortable with with Luck, and Luck knows it. And I think there's already something that's happening. And I think I don't think that these two franchises, the Redskins and the Colts, are two groups that aren't talking to one another. They've got the number one and number two pick. They're not just going to show up and be like, "What do you mean you're you're now looking at?" RG3? I I don't know about that. I don't, don't think they're talking. I have to agree. You that, think that. they're not talking? You think they're you think they're not I, talking? I think it. they're not talking because why would they be playing all coy about it? Why would why would why would the Redskins be going to Andrew Luck's thing if the Colts were already like, "Hey dudes, we're taking him." So, well, well the if Redskins, that's the case, yeah. go ahead, John. No, no, no. I uh, I, I think it's definitely going to be I, – I think it's 100% going to be Andrew Luck to the Colts and RG3 to the Redskins. I think Ursay has already made the decision. He has a new GM. He has a new coach. They're, they're set. They're going to get Andrew Luck, who I think is going to be a really good quarterback, if not a great quarterback. Look, look, look dude, I think – And they're gonna going to be done. I, I agree. I, I think that them going to, to Luck's – I mean to uh, RG3's pro day – they 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 got to look at these guys because it's like okay what these decisions we make right now are really going to uh, affect our franchise for a really long time. I mean I know that's what they're hoping. 
And they've got to make the right decision for their franchise. If they make the wrong decision, they're never going to hear the end of it. I mean, there were guys out there at at Andrew Luck's Pro Day, for instance, from the Titans, from the Rams. I mean, there were guys out there from all these other teams. You know, people are just making a show of it to be like, hey, you know, if he just happens to vault, we'll we'll pick him. There also might be looking at some of those other guys. I mean, Stanford's predicted to have like four guys or so in the first round. Well, that, that's what I was going to say yeah. Yeah. a little bit ago when you guys said I was going back to Hooters is I'm looking at some of these images of them at the Pro Day with RG3, not at Hooters, at the Pro Day. And, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I see, like, um, RG3 pointing a lot, and it looks like he's pointing, like, at some of his guys and some things like that. And, I, you know, it makes me wonder, did, did the Danny or did the Shanny in particular say – so, uh, are there any guys we should bring along? <laughs> I doubt I mean? it. They've got with scouts. the third round pick because that's our next pick since we gave up the farm to get this guy. Right. Look, I don't think they're going to ask the rookie quarterback. Is there anyone we should bring along with well, you? Well, because... I'm I'm, think, I'm not thinking about like like running backs. I'm talking about like linemen. You know, They've got are there scouts for these guys? I know, but I, you know, I'm just saying, like as a as an off the record kind of thing. I watch these guys kind of looking at like. You know, I see uh, RG3 pointing at some of his guys, and they're kind of, like, looking at him. You know what I mean? It's like, huh. I, it just makes me wonder, you know, are any of those kind of conversations had? Like, look, I'm really comfortable, you know, with this guy as my center. Can he do it? Or, you know, blah, blah, I wouldn't blah. be surprised if he says that. I don't know if they're asking him about that, but I'm sure they're – I don't know if they're asking him, but I'm sure they're observing that. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? I th- like maybe I they could get that going, center yeah. in like some late round. Or right. Something. It's like, yeah. yeah, if they could pick up a center in the late round from Baylor and it's a guy that like has given every snap to RG3 to show off his career in college. I mean, you know, they obviously have a connection they're making on every snap. If the guy is big enough and can handle it in the NFL, why not? Why not look at him? You know, that's all I'm saying. Well, I'm sure they're looking at him. I'm just bringing it up. Who is the center for for Baylor? What's the, what's that guy's name? Dude, I can't even tell you who the center like is Phillip, for the Redskins. It's like Philip Blake. <laughs> McCrevis? Philip Blake. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking up. I think it's Philip Blake. I was <laughs> looking at the other. Uh, hello, my name is Philip McCrevis. Wait, no, who that's... did take over for Chaotic Funk? Now, who is that guy? Montgomery? It was Montgomery. Will Montgomery. And didn't he get injured? And then who took over for him? Yeah, he's all right. He resigned. He's he, he might make it. Yeah. Anyway, we need to talk about that kind of thing too. We haven't signed a single damn lineman. In all we've signed is like little receivers. We've signed a bunch of like mid sized receivers and a cornerback like with a bunch of Mercury Sables and a cornerback with two busted up knees. A bunch of Ford Tauruses. Anyway, can we talk to, about that after the break? I guess we'll we'll uh, have to get yeah. into that. After the break, and we'll talk about, uh, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about Trip G, former defensive coordinator, and uh, maybe the Danny made the right decision when he didn't make him the head coach oh. after Joe Gibbs and paid him that $1 million buyout, maybe. looking at what's going on now. Yeah, maybe him. he knew what was going on. Maybe, maybe, who knows, and stuff of that nature. But one more thing about the whole RG3 Andrew Luck thing. There is a great possibility. I mean, the pressure's all on the Colts because there's a great possibility that one of the two of these guys, based on history, will turn out to be a flop. Well, I tell you what, if Andrew Luck gets drafted by the Shanty clan, he's probably going to end up being the next Patrick Ramsey because the Shanty clan won't change their damn playbook for anybody. They just make you do what they want. Mm-hmm. And RG three is a much better fit for that style of offense. Oh, I totally agree. Well, I, I don't want to say much better. I think a better, a strong, better quarterback for that kind of offense. But don't discount Andrew Luck. The guy is much more athletic than people think. The guy can move. I'm not discounting. That's him. the thing. Either way, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if the Colts, I, for say, they decided to take RG three over. Andrew Luck and RG three ended up sucking his whole career. Then they're going to have that pressure of making that decision on the franchise for the next ten years. Where the Redskins are kind of just whoever's there. That's who they took because yeah. So the fans aren't going to be like, man, why didn't we take Andrew Luck over RG three? You know what I mean? 
I think I think this could be what that draft where the number one and number two picks. It's it's not going to be like Manning and Ryan Leaf. It's going to be it's going to be the two quarterbacks. It's going to be and like I think Manning and Manning, other Manning. It's it's going to be one of those things where their careers are followed, and I think both of them are going. I God, I hope both of them have great success, especially RG three if that's who we end up getting. And I really do think that's who we end up getting. I don't think it's going to be like a Manning and a loser Ryan Leaf kind of thing. At all. all Although right. he's kind of turned his life around and he has brain cancer. So, you know, oh, he does. props to him. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk about after the break, we'll talk about, uh, who we 3G. might want to go after. We'll talk about three G's. And we got to talk about the free agency moves. All we've talked oh, about yeah. is the, uh, receivers we got. Yeah. We'll talk more about that too. Yes, sir. Um, Josh, did you want to lead us in and out of break with your guitar? <laughs> or do you, do you just want to bring us back? I don't know. bring us back in with something. We'll see. Bring All us right. back in. We'll talk to you guys after this break. You're listening, You're listening to, to Harry, Harry Hog, Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. (gasps) Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Oh, Danny. That's not what I was going to sing. I was going to bring us back for the break. Let's do... Uh, Glass Eye. Glass Eye, Shani. Bring me your glass eye. Oh, bring me your glass eye. Glass Eye, Shani. Bring me your glass eye. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Today. <laughs> oh, no, it is. I need some hooters. <laughs> I need a glass eye. I think you ought to bring me a beer. Hey, let me ask you guys this. a steakhouse. <laughs> so let's go to hooters. Uh oh. <laughs> uh wrong chord. And suddenly there. it went like it went like five year old. <laughs> did Kyle? <laughs> hey, did Kyle Shanahan actually get to even go to these? Because I didn't see him. I didn't see him at all. No, I don't think he's old enough to go to Hooters. No, did he get to go? To oh no, that's right. Waco. Last time I went to Hooters in two thousand one, there were plenty of rednecks that had their like eleven year old sons with them at Hooters, so they could oogle at the waitresses who were way not hot. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's at home like, I can't get to sleep. <laughs> I want to see some hooters. Daddy. I want to see some really hooters. Daddy, I got two fine eyes. I want to see some hooters. <laughs> two fine eyes. Why won't you take me to the hooters? Wah, 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 wah. I want to talk to our new QB. <laughs> Especially at night. <laughs> Oh my. All right. Oh my. All right. Oh my. Let's do that. I don't even know if that thing was in tune. 
Um, Josh was put on the spot there. All right, let's talk about guitar. let's talk about free agency here. Um, John's dog, in case you didn't hear, Rex Grossman was oh. re-signed a one-year contract. Dude, I can tell you know how pumped I am. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Grossman. I'll tell you what Dude, pisses I wish me off had... is uh, why are they signing Rex Grossman before they can make a deal with with people that we need like Hello Fifty Nine London Fletcher. Oh, and I asked the same thing about um, Carricker, even though he had a pretty good year last well, year. They finally, I mean, re- they finally signed Carricker. Carricker is officially signed. I know, but what about London Fletcher? He should be our top priority. Dude, he should have been like the total top priority. Yeah. And I hear this could be a salary cap problem. Yeah, yeah, and it all goes back to the $36 million that we get docked. For no reason. By I mean, what the was God it? L. Shanahan dictated. said though, like in the in the last week of the of the season, Fletcher was a top priority re-signing. Yep. Shanahan he said also that. told Donovan McNabb that he was going to be his quarterback of the future and gave him some huge contract after benching him, only to cut him a few games later. <laughs> You're my quarterback of the future. Here, take my spare eye. Go sit on the bench. <laughs> anyway. I got my eye on you. All right, but Dudes, seriously, London Fletcher. Here's here's the problem. This is the what problem I, is that this is that what I can get out of it. A lot of middle linebackers have not been signed yet, and so London Fletcher's representative wants him to make X amount, and the Redskins are like, we only want to pay you Y amount, and we've only got this much under the cap because the NFL illegally docked us thirty six million freaking dollars. And and what's not helping him is the fact that he's older. He's thirty seven. Yeah. So they're not going to want to front load his contract like he's going to want, or they're going to want a shorter contract, mm-hmm. and he's going to want a longer one to end his career there. I'll yeah. tell you how to fix it. I told Aaron this earlier. I said, look, I think we should give the guy another uh, another three-year contract, but give him a 3-5 option so that we have like three years of play. At the end of those three years, if he's still producing like he is today, give him another two years on the field. If not, those two years become years where he becomes a linebacker's coach for the Redskins. They and never at that point, do that. And they no, never do that. I know they don't, but at that point, they I used mean, to Fletch, do stuff Fletcher is so good and so smart, he could totally do that. And what they could do is actually they could defer – some of this contract money to those final two years. So even if he goes into a coaching, that won't count against the cap, right? If they defer it, because if he's a coach, that won't that not well, count? Against it the cap? depends on what Goodell feels like when he takes a poop in the morning. I don't know, but I, Goodell's I getting see, on my nerves. Dude. I want to see totally London Fletcher around the Redskins in some capacity or another, basically for the rest of his football life. Yeah. That's what my, that's what my thought is. I don't care if he's playing on the field or if he's teaching guys on the field. I want to see London Fletcher around as a Redskin. I think yeah. they'll sign him, dude. I think there's not, like John was saying, the whole middle linebacker, inside linebacker market right now. There, some of these like lower, um, how do I say it? Lower stock free agents haven't signed yet, so they big, have to set a precedent of what. Yeah, he's there has make. there hasn't been a big th- a push for uh, inside or middle linebackers yet in, in free agency this year, so they're letting the market kind of settle. In other words, he doesn't want they don't want some scrub to sign for like a lot, and then after London Fletcher signed for a little, and then he's just going to be mad. Yeah, so they're kind of feeling out the market on that. They got to work think, some. They got to be creative and work something out. They're going to they find some. Yeah, they're going to find some middle ground once a couple of guys have signed just in the last few days, and they're going to find some middle ground and everything. But but the problem is right now, from what I understand, I, I don't know the numbers for sure, but I think we said that the second pick in the draft is going to be a little over $4 million on the salary cap, and you know we're going to sign the, the sixth pick in the third round and all the other picks that we have and everything, and Add those up with Rexy wasting our time and money and some of the other guys signing in and everything. There's not all that much money left there because of the damn Goodell and how he, DeMora Smith of the NFLPA, bent over and let him pretty much abuse the Redskins and to a lesser extent the Cowboys for the, for the benefit of the other 28 teams. So... 
it yeah. could very well be a problem with the salary cap in in the long term, and it, or not the long term, but well, the in the near long term, I guess I could say in the next couple of weeks. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna fight this, dude. They're gonna what another? We're recording this on a Friday. The NFL owners have a meeting starting on Monday, I believe, through Wednesday. And is that their is the Palm Beach time, one? This is the one where the Danny is going to be able to meet face to face with. Goddell and the owners who wanted to not only fine us or strip us of money, but also strip us of draft picks who I guarantee are the Steelers, the Patriots, the Giants, all the old school guys who we wish we still were. Um, it, and, and he's going to be able to face these guys one-on-one and be like, guys, WTF. Oh, by the way, the, I heard what that the, the Giants – Someone from the Giants was the head of the committee that came up with this uh, punishment for the Redskins and Cowboys. What? The whole thing was that. How weak is that? Yeah, how you like that. In the division, hmm, with the Maras who have owned the team for a long time, hmm. It should have been someone like the Seahawks or something. (laughs) I mean, I understand how these guys are pissed at the Danny because he pisses us off more than any of those guys are pissed off at him. By far. We all hate him. But. But, but, you know, this is and this, aggre- how, this how, aggression will not stand. It's it's ba- it comes down to the fact stand, that man, we didn't do anything wrong. And we how are they going to prove it? The dude? rules of the collective bargaining agreement. I'll tell you of how they that prove year. It. No, how are they going to prove? They file the a red- lawsuit, and everybody everybody looks. You know, there's discovery process, and I'm sure David Lee can weigh in on this. David, please do. But I'm sure that they go and have a discovery process and they look at what were the rules in place at that point in time and what the Redskins did. And it should just kind of come out and say, okay, here's where the Redskins did this. And it should. No, no, no. It I'm not should, saying but that's that. that's not how it works. Let me finish my sentence. I, how? Now I'm it should. Right. It's not how, how it works because that the Goodell can decide whatever the heck he wants and nothing happens. What happened in this case is that because of the new agreement of the, the the money sharing, the revenue sharing, was a different percentage going into this season. So because of that percentage being different than what it was before, the salary cap was actually going to drop by a few million dollars. So 113. Going, something. Right. Compared to what it was the, the year before, which was 120. about 120. Yeah. So every team was going to lose a little bit. But as but on all the teams are like well some of the teams because I mean you know you have teams like Jacksonville and, and and scrubs like that you know the Pittsburgh Pirates type teams of the NFL they're not going to spend that don't it even anyway. spend anywhere near the salary cap and those it, so people were like oh well blah, 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 blah. we don't want to lose bits of the salary cap blah 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 how can we fix this and they were like well you know the Redskins and Cowboys owners have been pissing us off for years and years and this is something <laughs> we can got to stick them with. And not only by sticking them with this, we can distribute the money that, you know, we can make it look good by distributing the money. That they're that not going to use they, anyway. They're not, they're, well, that we're going to take away from them and put it to the other 28 teams, not including the, who is it, the Raiders and the, the Saints, who they said did a little bit of this salary cap manipulation. Again, not illegal, but not as much as the Cowboys and the Redskins did. So they were like, all right, so instead of dropping the salary cap by a few million for every team, we'll up it by like, what is it, 700000 per team, plus we'll take away money from the Redskins and Cowboys. We won't give any money to the Raiders and pa- – or uh, uh, not the Patriots, the um, – uh, Saints. Saints. Saints, who and, have a whole other issue. Right, right, and we're getting to that in a minute. And – we will give like 1.6 million to each team, half of which won't even spend near that money. That well, they'll need that extra 1.6 million, and everyone will be happy. And then NFLPA was just like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll bend over the barrel and take that and screw over the Redskins and the Cowboys because everyone hates the owners of the Redskins and Cowboys, including and, the owners of the other teams." And they're <laughs> screw- basically though what they're screwing over are the players because collectively they're going to get paid less. Because all those teams aren't going to use that money anyway that the Redskins and Cowboys were going to use to pay people. Like the Buccaneers this year look like the Redskins of the last 10 years signing all these free agents and spending a bunch of money. 
and it's because they didn't they were like 40 million dollars under the under the salary cap and and listen to this dude 40 listen to this dude 40 million. this this was in that article you sent and it's like all right so you're saying that the redskins and the cowboys front loaded those contracts in the uncapped year so that they would have more um more money to use to, now to use now yeah but what about the people what is he said the other way what how what about the teams like the pay or the 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 that paid less? Yeah, the Buccaneers who who deliberately spent forty million under the salary cap so they could get into it the same way this year. Yeah, they didn't they do the, the opposite. same thing? Yeah, and he was like, didn't they do the same thing except the opposite? Well, what it comes down to is they're making the Redskins and Cowboys the fall guys to get this uh, backdoor deal, this shady deal that helps twenty eight teams. Two teams stay neutral, and the Redskins and Cowboys, who have the most hated owners in the league now, that that uh, the Raiders uh, owner died, and and you know most people are happy except for these two, except for that it's entirely one hundred percent collusion against these two clubs, mm. and against the collective bargaining agreement in place at the time. So the reason I think it, I, I was shocked that we didn't hear immediately, um, we're suing the living SHIT out of you guys from the Redskins camp is because we had this player or this uh, owners meeting coming up here in just a couple of days after this podcast is being recorded here at HarryHogFootball.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. can't Scape- remember what I was going to say. Scape- How are they going to prove something? Yeah, scapegoat. And so the Redskins are basically, I I think the Redskins have a really good case going to an independent arbitrator saying, um, this was not illegal at the time. How can you come back two years later and say that deals that were approved by the league, every single freaking deal that they're penalizing us for right now was approved by the league before. How can they come back and say, you know what? We changed our mind after it was okay. Mm -hmm. It's collusion. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So I'm really hoping that the Redskins take a stand on it. And I know some people have the argument, well, the Redskins, you know, and it goes down to everyone hating Dan Snyder because he's a punk. Why don't why don't the Redskins just, you know, sit back and say, you know what, we'll take this, you know, pop to the jaw, you know, jab. You know, and 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 say, you know what? Yeah, I, we've been kind of punks out there, and we haven't, you know, we haven't played quite by the rules that everyone else is playing by, and blah blah blah. And in the long term, it could help us out. And I understand that argument. It's like we need to, you know, it's like the new guy getting to the old firm type of club and being like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this, and they're like, we don't want change, dude. I, remember I understand what I was that. Say. I understand that, but. I don't know, but I just went to the word scapegoat on Wikipedia, and I'm editing the section to include the Redskins and the Cowboys. I remember what they were going to say, dude. Mm. What? That that I was going to say like 10 minutes ago when I didn't get to finish my sentence. How are they going to prove that the Redskins and Cowboys somehow received a competitive advantage, quote, when both teams have not made the playoffs in the last two years after doing this. Ding, ding, ding. Because that's supposedly why they're getting docked this money, because they received a competitive advantage. Right. Saints won a Super Bowl. So whatever they did, maybe that gave them a competitive advantage. Perhaps. Raiders sucked. So they didn't get a competitive advantage. (laughs) It's... yeah, I, I, what it comes down to is that it's 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 completely a, a case of collusion on the part of the NFL and the NFL Players Association, the NFLPA, just just completely agreed to it to allow the other teams to the other twenty eight teams that weren't involved to get that little teeny tiny bonus that half won't even use and the Reds make it look good. Basically, the NFL Players Association was they is the bitch. Yeah, and. And why? And what's Demore, up well, by the way, but, but, but by the way, just I think yesterday or the day before, Demore Smith was just reelected as the head of the Players Association after this all played out. I'm just saying. And he ran unopposed too. I'm just saying. He did run unopposed though. Well, that that, that yeah, because you know, he and got that agreement taken care of. So 
you know, most of the players were happy. What's up with Goodell? Like, when the Patriots freaking cheat. Egregiously get caught cheating. Cheating it, you know, that gave them a competitive advantage. We're told not to, we're told to stop. What was their, what was their fine? Like a million dollars? It was, I think it was half million and then a quarter million. That was it, but we get fined $36 million for. It was something like that. It was like a. Doing approved things by the league. It's weak. It was, it was nowhere near what's going on with the Redskins or what's going on with the Saints and Trip G and Sean Payton. Speaking of Goodell, what is his deal, man? What is up with him? He's this like a dictator. Deal, he is like a dictator, but I have I have actually done a 180 on the Saints um, fines, and we don't even know what's going to go on with the players, but with the suspending of the coaches and everything, I'm actually in agreement with what's going on with that, despite what I said initially I'm I'm on Twitter compl- with I'm Aaron. completely not. Well, I'm going to tell you why. All right, go ahead, and I'll tell you why I'm not. The Saints, especially Trip G, two years ago, the NFL conducted an investigation and said, you need to stop this bounty program. It's illegal, number one, with the IRS. And number two, it's really putting us in a bad spot as far as all these people that are suing us for all these injuries that they're incurring, you know, their during careers. Their, their, their careers and then coming back and being sued or the, and then coming back and suing the NFL for the injuries that, that, they, you know, it's the whole smokers thing, the smoke, you know, the tobacco companies knew for decades that, that cigarette smoke was bad yet. They kept advertising it and they kept it under wraps. That was the whole deal with that. It's the kind of the same thing that the, uh, the argument is that with concussions and, 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 uh, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for with the, uh, not Alzheimer's. Well, Alzheimer's is part of it, but uh, uh, oh, the other one, stuff yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, so they're doing everything they possibly can to show that they're really fighting that, so they can help themselves fight these lawsuits. They did that two years ago. They went to the Saints and told them they need to damn stop, and the Saints said okay, and they just kept right on going. I didn't hear any of that stuff. Yeah, this is why I totally did a 180 on this whole deal is because they were told two years ago by the NFL to stop what they were doing, everything. They knew what was going on. They had to stop, period. And Greg Williams, Greg Williams led the way, but Sean Payton knew what was going on. But don't you think it was a little, like, harsh? I thought it was, but... Dude, the GM is suspended. Aaron, the GM is suspended for <laughs> half a season. The coach is suspended for an entire season. He lost $7.5 million. Greg Williams could end up – I don't think this is what's going to happen to him because, I mean, the Forever. even let Pat Mack Jones back in the damn league. And then he did something he wasn't supposed to do, and he still let him stay in the league. But it wouldn't surprise me if Greg Williams ended up at some D2, like, college. Um, he's indefinitely suspended. He's indefinitely to suspended. To be revisited at the end of this season. statement after a year. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was harsh. And the players the still could face fines. And the players haven't even been, you know, they haven't even been to trial, basically. You know what I'm saying? There's no trial. It's just, like, <clears throat> dictatorship. It's, it's just dictatorship. Yeah. But, again, what Goodell is doing... If you have a bounty system where you're purposely paying people to injure other players, one, you can't pay people extra on top of their salaries. It's against the league rules. It's against the IRS regulations because you're not Yeah, because taxes. not only are you not paying taxes, but that would go against the whole salary cap thing also. And, and number two, the NFL is facing hundreds of millions of dollars of lawsuits for injuries <laughs> – from former players. And if it gets out that they allowed something of a bounty system to continue to happen, they this is basically their way of saying, hey, when we found out there were inj- people out there trying to injure people purposely, we stopped them. Yep. Do any of us think that this didn't happen with other teams? Because the NFL so far has said that the Buffalo Bills, the Tennessee Titans, and the Washington Redskins are not in any danger of being 
they they found no evidence that this stuff was going on with the Redskins. So or in other t- words, or the Bills, even though players have said it, it has been happening mm-hmm. when they play for the Redskins, specifically with the Redskins, uh, Philip Daniels. Yeah, but they're doing what they they can to head off these, you know, nine figure lawsuits. That's why. That's it's why I find it interesting, and it's starting to make more sense. Back in the day, when we're like, why is why wasn't Greg Williams Nate made the coach? Like something's up. Dude, Maybe they, they knew that, something. Like Dan Snyder might have been like, "Uh, no, dude." Think that that's an interesting thing that 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 we've been talking about. And maybe Goodell was like, "Dude, you can't let him be your next head coach." Or there there might have been something like that. Because in case people don't remember, when Joe Gibbs 2.0 retired, Greg Williams was supposed to be the head coach in waiting. And if he did not become the head coach, he was supposed to be given, or he was given. A one million dollar payout and for a coordinator. Out. One million dollar payout. Million not dollars. be the head coach. We're going to pay you a million dollars to because we're to not going to give you this job. Yeah. So and they paid him. That that's an interesting point. I don't. I I, I got to lean towards. I don't think that had something to do with it, but. That's but an interesting dude, point to bring up. It's like, did the Danny say maybe the NFL was looking into it a little bit then? I don't know. Maybe they were just like, we don't like, we think Greg Williams is a little too overbearing. Maybe we really, really, really like Jim Zorn. <laughs> they might have thought he was a little overbearing if they knew any of that stuff was going on. Even if they didn't know that was going on with him. Maybe some players were talking to Danny because you know how the Danny has the ear of like star players. They may have been like, you know, I know this is illegal in the league now, and he he really promotes this this whole bounty thing. And 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 like I said, so far the NFL has found no evidence to fine or in any way hurt the Redskins involving that. But, but. It's, it's it's a big, big, huge mess. I thought you were going to say it's a big, huge butt. It's a big, huge roid. On the NFL, and Goodell is doing everything he can to get ahead of it. And I understand. I mean, it's someone I heard someone on the radio recently, the last couple of days, who compared this to the Black Sox scandal from 1919, uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, because they were there. Gambling, <laughs> yeah, right. Gambling was rampant in baseball in the teens until Kennesaw Mount Landis basically threw his brass set on the table and was just like. All of you guys are banned forever. And there was a big uproar about it. And he just, he didn't budge. And the owner stood behind him. And that's that's kind of the feeling I'm getting from uh, Goodell here. Goodell is like, for the future of our sport, these nine-figure lawsuits coming on, we have to do everything we can to say we are not, we are not tolerating purposefully injuring players. We have to stop it now and we're gonna we're gonna really we're gonna make an example of these guys. I mean Sean Payton, the head coach, was he doesn't even deal with the defense. He's banned for a year. He lost seven and a half million dollars for this. For that guy. And that's not even the head guy. It's for Greg Greg Williams is the one that's in charge of it. Mm-hmm. But he's in charge of him. And he knew it was happening. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he didn't know it was happening. <laughs> anyway, dudes, it, it, it's just a super huge cluster. And it, it, and Aaron, just you know, I know you said at the beginning of this whole this whole bit on that that you hadn't heard about the whole thing where they were warned by the NFL not to do it, and they kept doing it for another two years. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. That that was the <laughs> thing that turned me on it. So, anyway, it's about time to wrap this thing. Is it really already? Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, here comes the music. Oh, you didn't want me to play again? I can play this song. Just sing it. I'm caught in a trap. Anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to all of our dogs on Twitter. David Lee Legal Services, Desmond C. Oh, wow. Lee, Mr. Twitter. Um, Nick the Greek Daily Grumbles uh, David in Michigan 
all our dogs out there, I assume are, yeah, David and Michigan. Um, and everybody else, there's been so much tweeting. I mean, there's been so much talk about all this stuff with the third six million. We'll see. They're going to have the players or the owners meeting over the next few days. They're coming up in a couple days. And if things aren't sussed out then, I think we're going to see a loss. Yeah, I think me and John are starting to understand the Twitter thing a little bit. Fine. Anyway. I see suspicion in your glass eye. We'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. RG3. RG3. Specimen. Glass eye. If you see a Cowboys fan this week. Hooters. Joke on. Joke on. Come on, tell them they ain't got no set because they don't want to challenge. Look at Bell. Look at Spickle. That's a lot of money. This is just my glass eye. Glass eye. This is just my glass eye. Glass eye. What is there, no Johnny Rockets in Waco?